Hello? Is this thing on? Are we live? Is this real life? Peter, is that you? What? Huh? Oh, oh, it's Peter. Oh, oh, where? <laughs> Peter, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, man. Oh, I'm doing good. We're here. We're going to talk about uh, a movie that not a lot of people have heard of, but um, before we get into it, we need to do the intro. Oh. We're back, baby! I've done this. I've done this. See, I can't even talk right. So we're gonna be really rusty. But Peter, how have you been through all of this years of not recording and doing stuff? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Living, you know. <laughs> Watching movies. L I V I N. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's it's this one should be good. Um, I I don't know, man. Like uh, you. I haven't heard of this movie. If you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, we're talking about No Man's Land. Um, I don't want to get too deep in this, but I, I'm surprised I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. You know, I think like the first time that I heard about it was um, you mentioned it, or I, I maybe I saw it on your letterbox or something like that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, I I only saw it just. Uh, probably 2020 so like three years ago at this point and okay. uh so it is kind of a recent one for me but i kind of instantly fell in love with it and um so i've seen it a handful of times since then and okay. uh got the dvd and stuff which is how i watched it this time i think you said you watched it on tubi is that right i did this is this is the cool thing about this is that um normally we talk about obscure stuff that you have to find any way you can <laughs> type of thing but this one's actually on Tubi. Uh, for those who don't know, that's T U B I. It's free. Yep. You know they have commercials, but the commercials aren't bad. Um, so I I recommend it. I actually love Tubi a lot. It's one of my like top three streaming services. Yeah, they got. I don't know about you. I know you don't do. You're mostly physical media. I I didn't realize until um, I was looking for a Godzilla movie that. Uh, I have a ton of Blu-rays. Like, <laughs> I only thought I had like 10. Yeah. I have like a bunch of Blu-rays. So yeah, I know you're mostly physical media, but oh, that's yeah. Well, I mean, just to go along with it, to give it a plug is uh, the only streaming I do is YouTube and Tubi anymore. So yeah, otherwise, oh, like yeah. you said, I, I've got that, but yeah, just, and I don't even do the subscription to YouTube. Just watch stupid YouTube shows, you know, just the general ones. Oh no, but, I don't uh, have um, YouTube, but there's a lot of like free movies that are just up there. Yeah. There's a lot of those too. And I just, yeah. Otherwise, like you said, there's a lot of, um, uh, quality trash on tubi <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's a lot of good stuff um i think it has a good mix because it's not just like weird right movies that we like um it's got a lot of mainstream movies too for sure um a yeah. lot of hits and even some more recent stuff which is kind of crazy yeah but um yeah it's it's i hope it stays the way it is but you can definitely find it uh, it's No Man's Land. This is from 1987. There are other movies out there called No Man's Land. Quite a few. So, <laughs> yeah, it's with Charlie Sheen. So there you go. But, hey, before we get into this, because I really want to talk about this with you, we have not discussed this at all, and I'm interested to to get in to hear your thoughts. 
Let's get the trailer so everybody knows the synopsis of what it's all about. They don't have to hear me read it. And uh, spoiler warning. Charlie Sheen. He's stepping out, looking things over, trying a new line of work. Charlie Sheen is Ted Barrick, crossing the line into no man's land. Don't you think we're pushing our luck? No such thing. No limits. This ain't exactly repo work. This ain't exactly work, period. No boundaries. What about this one? Not too shabby, huh? I only steal Porsches. There's a local outfit stealing Porsches. My money's on the owner, Ted Barrick. Why me? Because you don't act like a cop. Good turn, Bill. Welcome to No Man's Land. Take a look around, Bill. America's finest to play. Well, I guess what's important here is that you're having a good time. So good, so good, because I got you. I want Barrett. Concentrate on Barrett. Rich boys like you turn my stomach. I don't even know who you are. I never even knew your name. I need you to wash my back. Can't do this anymore. I feel dirty. Nowhere to turn. These guys ever give up? I do this for a living. No place to hide. Ted. He's a cop. Tell me something I don't know. Coming full speed from Orion Pictures. Showtime, folks. No Man's Land. This alert is to inform all crew members that we are currently entering a spoiler zone. If you wish to avoid spoilers, please disembark now. All right, get that crap out of the way. <laughs> All right, so I, I want to get your initial thoughts on this. Um, I purposely did not read your review. I think I read it a long time ago when you first uh, wrote the review on Letterboxd. Sure. But I, I, I want to get in because I don't fully remember it. You know, it's funny that you said that because I didn't even uh, – I actually did not even reference back to my own old review that I had written. I don't have I just to. took new notes. Well, it's just funny because yeah. I might actually have something in there that would have been more insightful than what I have noted to say. So <laughs> anyway, um, I so I really like this movie. Um, as a uh, fan of cars, car racing, yeah. Fast and Furious stuff, uh, you know, grew up watching that stuff, um, this was super interesting because there's – this is like a more serious version of the first fast and furious and yeah it's like literal lines and stuff are taken from it which we can get into more so i'm a big fan of this um i i really like the tone i liked uh charlie sheen and i liked uh db sweeney i i thought they were really cool i felt like they actually like i don't know one way or the other but i feel like they really had fun on set it seemed like they were like had a good time making the movie um I just thought it really came together well in a nutshell. I've got a lot more, you know, specific things to say about it. But uh, yeah, overall, like, I mean, I, I just thought like I had a, a note. Charlie Sheen is cool as heck in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he's I mean, he's in a lot of different stuff. And he yeah. always you, you mentioned like uh, through text that like this is his cool era. Yeah, uh, I think one of the first times I ever saw Charlie Sheen was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, yeah. Um, when I can't remember her name, but the the woman that plays um, Ferris Bueller's sister is in detention or something like that, or she's outside the principal's office. She runs into Charlie Sheen and she basically hooks up with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, um. But anyway. Yeah. I, okay. So you really love it. I think you gave it like four and a half stars on Letterbox. Yeah. I, which so f for me personally, five stars is like a perfect movie where there's nothing I would change. I don't know that this yeah. is perfect. Like, there's a few things that could have maybe done a little better or whatever kind of thing but like yeah that four and a half i don't just throw out there lightly like i just i but it's for entertainment value for me i love this this is one of those movies i could turn on at any time and just have a good time with it if somebody said hey i want to watch something like that be like let's turn this on so yeah yeah um well i'm gonna give it three and a half stars okay i did not rate it purposely because you know we're connected on letterbox so i kind of wanted it for it to be a secret um <laughs> but uh yeah i I really liked it. Um, I actually, it's so funny. I mean, I'll get into my notes and everything, but I, I'm interested to know because you said something that made me think that I might not like it. Oh, is that what you meant? Or did you mean something else? Cause you were kind of apprehensive about me watching it. So with movies that I really like, 
I don't know if they click with me specifically for some random reason. So I try not to oversell them to people, I guess. Yeah. So maybe I was dialing it back because I, I don't when I think about it, I don't know why I would specifically think you wouldn't like this. Um, I, there's no specific reason. I just I never know with certain movies, especially like kind of unseenish movies or underseen movies, where like it's like, well, I think you'll like this, but I don't know. Maybe like something is gonna annoy you about it or some character or something. <laughs> so that's I. It was probably just me not trying to oversell it. I think in a nutshell. So that's actually really cool because, like you said, you hadn't told me yet. So that's that's good to hear that you liked it. I guess so. I'm I'm real interested to hear a little bit more on what worked for you and what didn't. Well, I thought that when I, I didn't know, I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't read the synopsis or anything like that. I just went into it cold. Huh, Honestly, this is a side note, but I, <laughs> I kind of like just going into movies cold now, uh, especially nowadays when you're watching something new, but even just something that's older, just, I'm like, just, I'm just going to let the movie speak for itself. <laughs> like I'm, I'm kind of done with trailers um, I just want to go in and just experience it on my own and not have any like, oh, I think it's going to go here or it's going to go there. Just let it happen. No, I was pleasantly surprised. I really liked actually the writing. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about that beforehand. Yep. Um, but like I really liked the writing. I was like, man, this feels natural. I think that at the time it felt like a very genuine movie. Like it felt like, man, this is like, grounded this isn't like your typical hollywood like um dialogue it just it felt like um very naturalistic i think it's a little dated because i mean the movie's almost 40 years old it's like 35 years old or whatever so a lot has happened with movies since then especially dramatic action thriller movie it's not really a thriller but it's just like a dramatic action movie but um so but i think i i thought it was good but just to get into my notes a little bit. Yeah, um, please do. I, like I said, I want to hear what you like and didn't like. So. I haven't done this in so long, and I, I've been dying to you know, talk about this. Um, during the hiatus, I mostly have been watching TV shows. Yeah. So it's good to be watching movies again, but um, I just was like, it's good to be back. It's just good to be back. <laughs> I was sitting here, and I was like, all right, I'm typing my notes. This is good. But Orion came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's Orion Pictures. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yes, and, and I just like the cast. Yep. Like the cast was coming up and I was like, Oh, I was like, This is a good cast. This is a solid cast and the music was uh so choice to use an eighties word. But um <laughs> um you know, I, I like the cars. Um, yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of Porsches in it, obviously. It was They're... funny how I, I was kind of thinking on this watch just cause you're talking about them. Uh, just yeah. as you keep seeing all these, they're, you know, all not the common Porsches you see, they're stealing the high end ones. And it's kind of funny because it's like, they started to look almost, I don't want to use the word boring, but it was like, they looked average. Like it was suddenly like, are these Camrys or something? Like, cause it was just like, <laughs> you're just seeing, you know, every scene has one and they just start to look like common, I guess. So it was, yeah. kind, of, it was kind of funny to see um, a special car get made, you know, like almost unspecial just over the <laughs> runtime somehow. Well, it was funny cause Charlie Sheen, I, they walked past a Ferrari, right? <laughs> yes. And he goes, Italian trash. And yeah. I was like, oh, I, I was shots like, fired. dang, <laughs> shots fired on that, man. That made me laugh. I was like, oh, crap. But it's funny. Like, if this movie came out, uh, you know, in 87, I would have been a kid. And so I was like, um, I would have loved Ferraris. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, like, I don't know. Somewhere in my 20s, I was like, you know what? I was like, I don't really like Ferraris anymore. I was like, I, I think I'm into Porsches a little bit more. <laughs> Like I just like him, so it's it's kind yeah. of funny that he said that because I was like, ah, yeah, I totally know what <laughs> he's talking funny. about. But um, I just I'm gonna go through my notes and then we can yeah chit chat. I don't have much, but there's a scene at the party that they go to. They say it's a club, but it looks like somebody's house because it's all lit up. Yeah, kind of super bright. And um, there's a woman there, and I was like, ooh, love that dress. It was like. Oh, oh, that very revealing. That was the lady very, that they said was like the owner or something. And he, yeah, he I was her. like, yeah. it's very revealing. <laughs> and then one of the car chases, they have a Camaro and I absolutely hate the Camaro <laughs> and it's driven by the, one of the bad guys. Yeah. Or, they're, well, they're all kind of bad guys, though. Yeah, they're, it's it, well, 
that's where you get into that whole thing because like db sweeney is like basically our brian o'connor you know from fast and yes, furious from fast and furious, so he's yeah. an undercover cop you know reporting to randy quaid so it's kind of like is he a good guy is he not because then like he starts to get into it and obviously yeah. he is literally stealing people's cars and stuff you yeah. know helping him out so it's like it's kind of that uh gray line or whatever yeah it's like that deep cover that movie deep cover and the Lawrence Fishburne and stuff like that. Like you're, you get so far undercover. It's like, I don't even know what side I'm on anymore. You know? So just to mention real quick, cause you're just, while you're talking about that is yeah. um, one of the direct quotes that fast and furious used is yeah. uh, f- in this too, with where Randy Quaid's talking to DB Sweeney in this. And uh, in the other one, I forget who the uh, Lieutenant or whatever is, but um, he's, oh, it's some, um, he's talking to Brian O'Connor. Yeah. James and, something. I can't remember his name. And he says, uh, you're not going native on me now. <laughs> and that because like he's starting to like them or whatever you know coming around yeah. to him and he's defending him when he's talking he's like you're not going native on me now so anyway i just thought that was funny because like that's one of the direct quotes that's like from this that they used in fast and furious <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't get sued like fast and the furious but the only thing is it's like i've never heard of this movie the cover sort of like the movie poster seems sort of familiar to me. So I got a, that's a DVD cover. Yeah. But yeah. That's not the original tagline. Yeah. So the tagline on the DVD cover, I was holding it up for Mac here yeah. on our camera. It says fast, furious and deadly. I saw that because I saw that so poster, but the, this, the cool poster is the one that's like pink. And it's got yes. um, Charlie Sheen on it. That's the, that's actually really I, cool I like poster. that. Yeah, I'd put that one on my wall. Yeah, yeah I, it's, this one it's on the DVD. Uh, I had to look because I was curious just because of that. Yeah. It is. Uh, this is a 2003 MGM DVD. So so it was yeah. after Fast and Furious. So. Well, they got the rights to it, yeah. so it's like I liked MGM during that period because they just started releasing everything on DVD. They're like, we don't know what's going to sell, so we'll just put it out there. It's somebody's favorite movie. Yeah. Um, and I'd never even seen it before, but. To mention the writing, like this is written by uh, Dick Wolf. Yep, who's like amazing. Like you know, he's I, I don't know. He's probably won like all kinds of Emmys and stuff like that. And the guy who directed this, I think he's only directed like one other movie. I can't even remember yeah, his name. Yeah, I looked him up. Um, he I, I had a note that the director seems to mostly done a random well random TV shows. Like he'll do like one episode of a TV like a TV show you know, but like he he directed one episode. So he's got a lot of work in his history, but it's like it's like one episode of a bunch of random TV shows. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. It's, okay, so you mentioned TV shows. So this is the one. This is the last note that I have on here. Yeah, it, this felt like an episode of Miami Vice to me. So that in like the best way possible because yeah. if people don't know, like everybody loves Heat, and that's directed by Michael Mann, and Ma- Michael Mann's done a lot of action thrillers mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, Miami Vice was produced by uh, Michael Mann. That's why that show is actually really good. I mean, it's dated as far as like the clothes and the hairstyles and like some of the music that they use. But, like, that was a really groundbreaking show, and it holds up. Like, I watched a couple episodes not too long ago, and I was like, man, I was like, this show's pretty dated, you know? But uh, it still holds up really well, and that's what this movie felt like. Yeah. It felt like um, just that very serious tone. Everything's just kind of cool, but then, like, not too cool. It's not overly stylized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're trying it's to show— It's pretty grounded. Like I kind of you said that earlier, I think. But, yeah, it's kind of grounded. Yeah. It's, they're trying to show like a glamorous uh, side of uh, it, it's the it's like a the typical like criminal viewpoint in a movie or TV show where it's showing it as very glamorous. And then there's like the dark, gritty, not so glamorous side where everything's just kind of miserable <laughs> and things fall apart pretty quickly. Yeah. When uh, when th- when money and power is threatened. So it's just kind of crazy. But I thought you mentioned did did people somewhere online or on letterbox not like db sweeney at all or that was something i recalled seeing i don't remember the specific complaints but a lot of people didn't like him i guess in this and they felt like he was a miscast or something like he should have been somebody else i personally Mm. i i liked him in it um i thought he played like he he brought um a good young innocent charm to the role and i felt like it was pretty similar to what paul walker brought to the uh brian o'connor role it's funny like even paul walker has like almost the same kind of um mannerisms and look 
like D.B. Sweeney in this. D.B. Sweeney's usually not blonde, and yeah. he's blonde in this movie. Yep. And then, like, of course, um, Paul Walker is just naturally blonde. Right. So it's kind of funny, like, this when they when they did Fast and the Furious, I mean, we keep bringing that up, but it's just so similar. Like, when they did Fast and the Furious, it's almost like they just kind of picked, like, okay, we need, like, a, an innocent guy who could ride the both lines. Like, he could be a cop, you know. I think in the, in the in Fast and the Furious, he's an FBI agent, but um, he could be both, and he could also be, like, a criminal. Like, he could be, like, a right. just uh criminal with a heart of gold, like, that kind of person. And then you have Vin Diesel, who's just, like, just so tough and like cool and so it's kind of the same thing with charlie sheen yeah he's, you know, he's the calm sheen cool and, and calibrated kind of a, ex- yeah. exactly and and so they're different they're it's played different ways but it's it's so funny how similar the fast and furious is to this movie yeah um but i thought db sweeney did a really good job okay um, cool i don't think he was missed cast at all i don't think so i thought he did really good yeah. um he, he plays sort of like a rookie cop or maybe like a second year cop i can't remember what they said he, he the was movie. rookie really, yeah because when uh was okay. randy quaid grabs him at the bar and uh he's like out on the beat and like after after yeah. his shift and uh he's db sweeney's character actually says to randy quaid like why me or something and he's like because you're green <laughs> and you don't look yeah, you don't I, act like a so, cop <laughs> is what he says to him so. yeah not yeah. yet he doesn't have all the the stuff down yet and he's eager to prove himself yeah. and um i didn't really know what i was getting in for like um i figured just from the the poster mm-hmm. um that it was going to be like a like a sort of like a crime movie or I, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be, but it, the opening is they're at like Thanksgiving or something like that. Like he's working on a car and it's at Thanksgiving and there's a bunch of family and it just looks like a family drama at first. You know? And I was like, huh? I was like, Oh, this is going to be different from what I thought. Yeah. But it, it's just basically trying to set up that he's like a good guy yeah. and he's like a family guy and he's a cop and he's, he's green and you know, he's arguing with the other cops. Like, you know, you, we should always do the right thing and always help out. And they're like, you don't know what you're talking about, Ricky. So we can, it just sets up really nicely without being like hitting you over the head. Right. That he's a good dude. He's a good dude. And we like him. But I also thought that DB Sweeney, when he needed to be, he was tough. Yeah. You know, he wasn't really scared. He didn't back down. Uh, Yeah. He didn't back down. I like Charlie Sheen in this movie. Um, Sometimes Charlie Sheen is, um, he doesn't give it his all in certain movies, yeah. but in this one, from the get go, he just like does not trust DB Sweeney's character. Yeah, like he just. Well, I liked. I, I had a note that I I liked that even though he's like super cool, he's got some power obviously and and money and stuff. But yeah, I liked that uh, as he got to know DB Sweeney's character Benji. Uh, as he got to know him a bit more and the relationship develops, you get to see kind of behind the cool facade a little bit. So we get to see him as a pretty normal guy. And actually he's kind of a dork. Like, cause he would just like get out of his car, like singing and stuff a few times. And like, he's just, he's kind of like a nerd a little bit like Charlie Sheen. Like he's not the, the cool act comes down every now and then. And he's more like a normal person on occasion. Yeah. Well, that's what I liked about this is that they humanize everybody. It's not just, it's not. And look, we love PM entertainment. Um, <laughs> it's not one of those ones where they're just stock characters and it's surface level and it's just there to serve the action. Like this was, you know, he was tough when he needed to be tough and he was just like sort of a regular guy when he needed to be a regular guy. Like you said, he just yeah. did regular guy things. The movie doesn't really try to um, glorify the criminal of stuff too much. It does just a little bit just to make it, so that you understand why D.B. Sweeney's character, Benji slash Bill, why he um, is drawn to that. He's not really – he is a little bit drawn to the lifestyle, but he's mostly – he's connecting with Charlie Sheen's character. Yeah, he makes a friend, and he likes the cars, of course, because, I mean, that's that opening thing at Thanksgiving that you mentioned because he's he's restoring yeah. an old Porsche, so he's – and they're, yeah, they're calling yeah. him in for – you know, so it kind of sets the scene as him being a car yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's done really well. I mean, it's real efficient. And, and I know a lot of people be like, this is pretty generic, and it's like we've seen this before. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But um, this uh, name a movie that's before this where you've seen this before. I'm sure there's movies from the 60s that are similar to this about a car thief that, you know, a cop or a car thief that gets in too yep. deep and stuff like this. Like, just out of curiosity, I Googled uh, movies like No Man's Land. And, of course, Fast and the Furious came up. 
But there were other movies like Transporter and um, Gone in 60 Seconds, like the newer one. And I was like, they have similar things in them, yeah. but in their car not movies. Quite the same. But they're not, yeah. they're not the same. It's very, very close to Fast and the Furious. And I, I like that because I like the Fast and the Furious um, movies, I think they're fun. It's I can't a little stand less cringy. the second one. <laughs> this huh? is a little less cringy when you look back on the because this is really, really similar to the very first, you know, Fast and Furious. And it's yeah, when you rewatch that now, like it's still enjoyable. I still like it and whatever. But it, there's some cringy stuff in it. Like there's some lines and stuff where you're I like, mean, oh god, this is kind of so. Like... <laughs> what was that movie? Two thousand? Uh, two thousand one? Two thousand? Yeah, it's something like that. It sounds right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's late 90s, early 2000s for the original Fast and the Furious. So it's pretty dated. But the funny thing is, you mentioned that this doesn't seem as dated as Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? Because it's not like pandering to like that first Fast and Furious movie is pandering to teenagers and what's hip and what's cool. This 2001. Okay, gotcha. I I was close. (laughs) I knew it was around that time so yeah early 2000s so everything early 2000s is pretty cringy honestly (laughs) that's we should do a whole episode about early 2000s movies early 2000s movies like couldn't figure it out so i have this theory and it's not really a theory (laughs) it's just thing that happens but it's time for a sidebar (laughs) objection i every time you enter a decade the decades like trying yeah. to figure out what it is. So no matter if it's like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you get it. But it, like that first year, stuff is still sort of hanging on to the previous decade, but usually by like the second year of the decade, like they've kind of figured out um what what it's going to be like. If you watch a movie from 1980, it feels yeah. like 70s. Or if you watch a movie from 1970, um, it feels well, like the 60s. I I would argue stuff. part of that though is because there was written and probably filmed still in the previous oh, decade, yeah. but in the previous yeah. decade. But here's the thing I was going to say about the two, early two thousands. Like they, st- like it, I never felt like they figured out what the two thousands were supposed yeah, to it's, be. It's a weird transitional time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that early two thousands. Like it doesn't, it didn't feel like anything was like established <laughs> until like 2010 to where it was like, Oh, okay. This is like the 21st century. It still was like trying to be the yeah. 90s, but then better than yeah, I, I don't you, know. It's just weird. <laughs> I, we're going on a rabbit hole here, but my whole thing is that there's nothing really like this movie, and this movie stands up, um, holds up better. I mean, obviously the hairstyles and the clothes and stuff like that, but it nothing really stands out yeah. aside from that woman's dress. Nothing really stands out. Like um, DB Sweeney's character just is like in jeans and t-shirts and yeah, like um what do you call those letterman jackets which everybody still wears all of those things and then um charlie sheen's character is just like in suits all the time so he just kind of looks good i mean the cuts are older cuts because it's 1987 but i'm like everybody just kind of yeah you know i don't know it did it's just weird that you mentioned that because the fast and the furious first fast and furious movie like it does I haven't seen it in a while, yeah. but I remember it, and I'm like, <laughs> there are parts that feel yes. very dated, and it's funny that a movie that's, you know, what is it, 13 years older, or, you know, more more recent, is... Feels more dated. Yeah. <laughs> feels date, more dated <laughs> get, than the other yeah, one. I get you. But, no, I, I like the action in this. I thought there was a lot of good chases. There was a lot of good camera mm-hmm. work in the chases. I thought there was a lot of good car stunts like they flipped yeah the bus. <laughs> oh, that was crazy <laughs> yeah that camaro rolled which by the way the bad guy who drives that uh camaro his license plate says malo yeah. one so it's his... like he's bad yeah. like that was his, that was his, like his so name that's that pretty they were calling him or whatever so yeah 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 i was like that's i was like that's pretty funny um but okay, so I have a question to ask you. Did you like the sister character? I think her name was Anne. Yeah, it was Anne. Yeah, Laura Harris. She's kind of the Mia <laughs> Toretto yeah. of the thing. So that's funny because I don't really oh, like okay. Mia yeah. in Fast of the Furious. Yeah. Um, so I, I I didn't. I'll admit I didn't like her. I don't think the first time I watched it, I was kind of like she felt weird or out of place. Um, as I've watched yeah. it, you know, three, four more times, maybe I don't know whatever it is at this point. Um, I I don't mind her now. Is, did, okay. Were you 
There was parts yeah, where okay. I didn't mind her, and but there was certain parts I was like, Ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but the funny thing is about it. Speaking of her, is that did you think that there was like a weird? They're supposed to be brother and sister. Like her and Charlie Sheen are supposed to be brother and sister, but they didn't feel like brother and sister. Um, I I actually kind of liked it. I I have a note where I said I I actually kind of like how Sheen's character is encur- encouraging of the sister's relationship with Sweeney. It's kind of sweet and a nice contrast to the usual jealous thing. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. Because at first I thought he yeah. was being sarcastic. I thought it was like, oh, he's gonna go off. He's like, why are you why are you sleeping yeah. with my sister? Well, I thought he was gonna go and do that typical thing where he's just like, no, this yeah. is great. And but he yeah. was like genuine. I kind of I, like, I kind of oh, liked it. I thought it was. A- kind of a sweet relationship because it was more of a grown-up relationship too because all right as teenagers maybe you'd be protective not that you wouldn't be protective as an adult but as he's gotten to be friends with you know db sweeney's character and everything he likes him he sees his nice guy and all this kind of thing and he's a goof so he's probably seeing that he's good for his sister or something so i i thought it was kind of sweet it it was odd though i thought i'll give you that like if you were trying to point out that it was different or odd it was a little odd only because i guess unusual might be a better way to phrase it not odd but it was unusual it's unusual because that that's an easy like you know drama for the movie is you know you stay away from my sister you know blah blah blah. you know you can date all those other bimbos (laughs) but you can't you know what i mean so it didn't even go for that it was too it was like a little bit smart where it was like no he he thought it was a good thing he likes him they like each other so you know, this is, it's all good. So I did like that part of it. I just meant like their interactions oh, throughout the movie. Yeah. He, he's very comfortable you know? with like touching her and stuff, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was. I come okay, from a touchy feely yeah. family. Like yeah. we always hug each other and stuff, but so it's not, that wasn't weird to me. It just, it, I, there was something about it that they didn't feel like huh, brother okay. and sister. And it wasn't like the movie was bad or their chemistry yeah. was bad or anything like that. It feels like it was like done on purpose, but I don't really. I need to watch it again to see if I, I'm just imagining things or it's like something's something's there. Something's huh. going on there. Like it's funny. Like a lot of these move, '80s movies, like we write them off as cheesy and corny and stupid, but there's like a lot of intelligence and like forethought that goes into a lot of these movies that people just sort of yeah. dismiss. But this is just kind of funny because this movie's like a hidden gem, and I don't know. We're so into like B movies and crazy movies it's it's getting harder and harder to find a gym like somebody be like hey have you seen that and i'm like oh, yeah I saw that decades ago and i'm like yeah i'm like I, I mean i love that movie and thanks for mentioning it but like you know because there's always one that right. i haven't heard of but it's getting harder and harder to find like because you watch something you're like oh is this gonna be it is this gonna be an, you know another one of my secret favorites that nobody knows about and it's just like oh no <laughs> there's a reason kinda, nobody knows about this one <laughs> <kinda bland. laughs> yeah yeah, there, yeah exactly this is the reason why this one's but the, for this one i really don't know why this one seems forgotten about i mean of course it's it's not completely forgotten about because yeah. it is on tubi yep. uh, so it's got quality cast too throughout like i mean it, it uh, you didn't mention bill duke yet he's in it you know uh, and yeah, he's Bill the Duke's shop owner that uh, is, you know, kind of running things for Charlie Sheen's character. And he's the one who like hires uh, D.B. Sweeney's character at the at the shop to re- to work on the Porsches. But um, I thought he was kind of he yeah. was that was kind of a random <laughs> um, casting, in my opinion. I don't know. I was like, Bill Duke's in this. Like, what what is he doing? Just running a shop. That was weird. But like, but I like him. So <laughs> it's weird because they don't yeah. use him a lot. They, it's like you put if you have Bill Duke in your movie he has such present presence and gravitas and he has like such yeah. an edge to him you're like a very calm edge like you, you can just tell he means business like they don't i mean he fits the role but it is weird that yeah, they and then like emmett walsh shows up for like what a minute yeah <laughs> like, near the end <laughs> well i was i saw his name and i was like e. emmett walsh is in this i was like i can't wait because yeah. i love him i love him and he just shows yeah, up for at like the a end. minute. It's like, okay, yes. like why? <laughs> but it, it's almost jarring because because of his voice and presence and everything. And you're just like, oh, he's here. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Like, I'm not going to yeah. see him again. It, <laughs> like, okay. Like, and he doesn't <laughs> die or anything. He's just, he's a side character. So it was just odd. <laughs> so. I, there's, I like the way they built the relationship between Charlie Sheen's character and D.B. Sweeney's character. Um, how they just sort of have each other's back and they go on like these little misadventures and they party with each other and they, they do work, which is basically steal Ferraris and stuff like that. And a <laughs> Porsche, not Italian <laughs> oh, trash. God, there we go. Anyway. <laughs> God, not that Italian trash. Porsche. German trash. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so they, um, 
We just lost oh, all the Italian and the German C because I had to say so. it. <laughs> They're stealing I German know. trash. Those that one Italian guy that listens in Italy, he's like, "How dare you?" You know. <laughs> but I just I like the way they yeah. they build that up. Um, it's it's kind of fun. I mean, we're in spoilers. They, I didn't think they were going to actually kill Randy Quaid, but yep. they did it. Like they did. I mean, they yep. did it off screen. But I was like, when DB Sweeney shows up the next day. And like the police, everybody's there. And I was like, oh crap. I was like, Charlie Sheen. Because that's the other thing. It just like sort of feeds you information as you're going along. So you're not really sure what to think. It doesn't just like shove everything out there. And I mean, you can kind of figure out what's going on, but it doles out the information in a, in a great way. Um, just, just like piece by piece. And like you said, there's little moments where just like the thing about the sister, it's like, how's this going to go? Oh, he's going to be really mad. Oh, wait, no, he's not mad. Okay, yeah, well, where's this yeah. going, you know? So it just, like, feeds information like that. And I didn't think Charlie Sheen's character was, like, a murderer until he went to the club and killed that the bad guy. I can't remember that guy, the Camaro it's, guy. I can't remember. It's Mallow, his right? <laughs> Mallow. He kills Mallow yeah. in the club, um, which is actually a really good scene. I really like that scene. Um and he just walks out, and I was like, oh, okay. Because Randy Quaid is like, Charlie Sheen. Char- Charlie Sheen is the one that, that killed the cop. Because everything just – we didn't mention this, but everything kind of kicks off in the intro, which is – the intro yeah. was really which cool. Which was like – and that's with the, the credits. 60 seconds reference where people, like, make that. Because it's like a chop shop, basically. You're just watching, like, Porsches get chopped up at a shop. <laughs> that that was really similar. Yeah, to and that, somebody gets killed. Seconds, so. Yeah, and there's a cop yep. that gets killed in that opening scene and that's what kicks right. everything off. And so Randy Quaid's like, Charlie Sheen did it. Charlie Sheen, uh, you know, he killed that, he killed that guy. I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, the funny thing is he didn't <laughs> kill the guy. <laughs> it's the right. dirty cop that killed the guy at the end. So it, there's a lot of little twists and turns, uh, in there. Nothing like mind blowing, <laughs> but it keeps you engaged. Like this movie keeps yep. you engaged in between like car chases you know, them just doing yeah. criminal and stuff. And it, it really only works kind of just because of the um, chemistry and stuff, like you're saying, like just the, I don't know, kind of like you're getting at, like it's not like your mind's going to get blown at twists and turns or anything, but just watching them let the story play out was kind of fun. That's why it works. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what did you think about the So ending? I was going to say, if you wanted, we can sort of talk about the ending without spoiling it, if you don't want to say what actually happens. But I, I was curious uh, okay. if you liked how it ended or not. I I thought it was jarring, and I didn't like it the first time I watched it. But then after seeing it a few times, I kind of felt like it couldn't have ended any other way. Well, I watched it at the end, and I was like, oh, okay. That, okay. <laughs> and then... Because I didn't know, actually, yeah. I didn't know how it was going to end. I was like, I don't know how this is going to end. This could end a few different ways, actually. Like, the that's what I like about this writing is it's not like the best thing ever, and I don't want to talk it up too much, but it leaves it open for about a, like three different yeah. things to happen. Yep. You know, and you can guess what three different things. And I, I figured the one thing that was going to happen, and that's what happened. But I thought there was it was going to yeah. Go well, I mean, because it. It, you know, Actually. are they going to like Fast and Furious? Is he going to hand him the keys and say, I owe you a 10 second car at the end? You know, so yeah, <laughs> it's, you, yeah. you don't know. So they, yeah. So it's like, what, yeah. what are they going to do? I liked it. It just, but I thought the, the finale, like everything leading up to that was going to be bigger, but it, because it's more grounded, it I, I thought so. It felt more realistic. I, like I said, I was a little like, the first time I watched it, it was a little jarring. It threw me off, and I was like, I don't know if I like that. It wasn't like I hated it. I was just like, I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. But after watching it a few more times, I'm yeah. like, you know, I think that was a fitting end. That was fine. Because everything else was so realistic through the movie. It was all not fantastical or anything. It was all pretty grounded in reality. And no. for it to end that way, it was kind of like, yeah, that that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean... I like the ending to Fast and the Furious, but yeah. it is kind of cheesy, but in a good way. I mean, yeah, I think those movies super are, cheesy. <laughs> they're just meant to be popcorn fun, and I I love them because of that. But this one is like a, it's a different kind of movie. It's got a different tone with it. So, um, I was just kind of like I said, I was just like, oh yeah, okay. The one thing is, is like uh, it, the it doesn't. It's so weird. It doesn't like build up. I mean, it builds up throughout the movie. But it doesn't build up like this is the final scene. 
but that final scene yeah. hits really yeah. hard to me. I was yeah. like, oh, crap. <laughs> Stuff just got real. <laughs> oh. <It> just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just got real. Um, bad boys, too. So, um, I, yeah, no, that's it. I don't know if you had I, any I do. other I was going to say, but, I got some uh, other I things like... that you didn't touch on that I could kind of blow through real quick. And obviously, it's your podcast, so stop me if you want to expand on any of it. Um but I, I got a few things I could blow All through. Right. So one obvious one that you didn't mention yet, but got to just give the, the quick what? shout out that this is Brad Pitt's first movie. Um, so he's I in it for like him. a fraction of a second. He's a, is this, this, I thought there was a horror movie that that was Brad Pitt. Uh, this is supposedly movie. his first credit. So he is it? And, okay. and he's uncredited, okay. but this is the first movie. So yeah, he's a waiter at the party that Mac was referring to where there's, um, the the lady with the dress but he's a waiter in the background he has no speaking parts apparently they cut a speaking part he wanted to get a sag card or something so he was he improvised some lines and they got pissed at him or something so so that got cut he's just he's he's got a huge mullet (laughs) and he's a waiter at this party and you see him for like a fraction of a second as he just turns around in the background so that's it so he's a background character yeah gotta mention that so one thing this is not about specifically that it's time for a sidebar. Objection! But I always wondered, like, why they made such a big deal about speaking roles. Well, if you guys don't know, like, in Hollywood, like, if somebody talks in a movie or TV, you have to pay them. And you have to pay them a certain amount to do it. You know what I mean? That's why it's, like, it's like a big deal. So it's always weird. If you ever watch, like, uh, TV shows, like old TV shows, you'll see extras and like the main characters are interacting with them, I'm like, why didn't that person say anything? This is weird. Why doesn't? Yeah, that's the reason. Is that there's they're a non-speaking yeah. extra. No, but anyway, go ahead. That is uh, an interesting point to make. Yeah, I can't say I I didn't know that yeah, for sorry. years. Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, it's um, kind of crazy. I like the opening credits. The people's names faded into fingerprints. I don't know if you caught that. I thought that was kind of funny for a crime movie. That was kind of cool. I also like that the title like was like. Uh, it's not exactly silhouetted, but it's like a cut. It's oh, like a yeah, cutout. Yeah, it's... And there's other action like yep. happening around it. it. It's really, it's really the opening, uh, t- the the title sequence cool. is really yep. good. Thought, uh, let's see, boo, 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 boo. skipping ahead because we mentioned a few of these. Sorry. Um, well, I loved it when um, near the beginning when you first get introduced to Charlie Sheen. Uh, DB Sweeney goes to like help him fix his car when it's broken down on the side of the road. I love how he just all of a sudden jumps in the car and just takes it for that test drive. <laughs> and like, they're just like tearing down the road and Sheen's like, open it up. And like, they're just like, but just the little like smirks that DB Sweeney got, like when he's doing that and stuff was like, it looked like a little kid, like having some fun. Like it looked like they were genuinely having fun. And I thought, I thought that was cool. And it was a fun start to their adventure to me. So I thought that, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, it, it was a good scene for them to, to meet up with. And I really like that whole, it's not really a chase scene, but it's a car scene, um, the driving scene and, and, uh, cause they're getting yeah. super reckless and it's, it's just a lot of fun and it is, there's like some good, like nonverbal interaction. And then there was a, uh, so, uh, DB Sweeney's working at the garage and he, he's going, they show him going to lunch or whatever, like getting food across the street from the shop that he's at. And, uh, the place that he's getting the food from with his, his coworkers and stuff has outdoors, you know, cause it's California or whatever, but outdoors, there's a bunch of arcade cabinets all like sitting around. I thought, I thought you'd pick up on that. I thought that was kind of cool. That's such a relic, like an old era kind of a thing. Cause there's just all, and there's dudes like all just playing on these arcade cabinets all outside, like. It's kind of like if you imagine walking off the street, off the sidewalk, just up to place an order, like a walk-up order at a place, kind of like a food truck almost style kind of thing. And then like around where you'd be waiting on your food, there's just a bunch of arcade cabinets and there's just a bunch of dudes playing arcade stuff. I thought that was cool. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, yes, I do know what you're uh, Yes. I know what you're talking It's down that like alley. Uh, I think it was right out on the road. It was just across the street because it's when he sees okay. his... Um, they had that, uh, like the undercover dude or not undercover, but they had their like informant guy, like working at the garage also. And he sees him getting like shipped down out front of the place that that was like the point of that yeah. scene. But I just thought it was cool seeing all the, the arcade cabinets out there. I just thought that was funny. Now I'll have to check that out again. Cause I didn't then, I missed uh, that somehow. Next note was just, uh, I like Charlie Sheen has, uh, at that party, he makes that comment. Uh, he looks out at everybody and like opens his arm kind of thing. And he's like, welcome to the lifestyles of the rich and aimless. I thought that was funny. So <laughs> I did like that, <laughs> that line. Good. 
Um, I like and that uh, so when DB Sweeney gets picked up by that guy to go uh, steal that Porsche from the parking garage, uh, and it's like kind of crowded and stuff, but that, that dude that picks him up like looks like a classic like metalhead kind of hippie ish almost or whatever. Like he's like kind of a mix, but like. I say that for a reason, yeah. but he's got long hair, but he's also wearing like a sweater, like a nineties sweater kind of a thing. He's got like, he's blasting metal music and that, that comes up cause DB Sweeney wants him to turn it down. But then he's got a grateful dead sticker on the windshield of the van that he's driving. And I'm like, what is this guy? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, people can like different music and whatever. It's fine. But it was just funny. Cause it was like, sure. this guy's all over the place. Like who in the props department put this together? <laughs> so <laughs> They didn't know what to make of him. Like, he seems like a pot yeah. smoking. Yeah, guy. he's kind of like a burnout. Um, but then he's also like yeah. into metal, and like he he did have a Grateful Dead thing. So I was like, I mean, he it's, could be it's all unimportant. Three, it was just but funny. It was kind of weird. All. Those those I like those little background details. Like my next note. Well, <laughs> is uh, so yeah. they go to steal a car. It's it's when they're it's right after they say the Italian trash thing when they he passes up the Ferrari and uh, Charlie Sheen steals a car and they get in it. The license plate on it basically says private dancer on the license plate. And oh, I didn't see that. The car phone in the car like starts to ring and D.B. Sweeney answers it and he's like. No, this is the guy stealing Rick's car. Like, this isn't Rick. This is the guy stealing Rick's car. And they just start laughing. But so it's funny to me that the car's license plate was Private Dancer and it was owned by a guy named Rick. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> like, I would have expected, like, Private Dancer on, like, a girl's car, I guess. Just, as, I don't know. Anyway, we can leave that one alone. <laughs> I know there's guys that dance, too, but it was just funny. <laughs> it was un- it was unexpected. I, I don't know. For me. That's- it was funny. I had a note about the the car wreck scene, uh, the chase scene, like you were talking about with the school bus and everything. Charlie Sheen is in the passenger seat and he's just like, like all this stuff's going on. He's watching stuff like flip over and he's like, whoa, like he looks like a little kid. Like it was like a Keanu Reeves like (laughs) moment a couple times, like where he's like, whoa, like he was like fascinated watching all the carnage and stuff. But then like at one point, D.B. Sweeney goes, what? Like what's going on or what happened? And he's just like. Like, I think he, he mouths like fudge, you know, kind of, you know what he said, but like, he like mouths it like, but it's just kind of like, it, I love how he played that scene though. It made me laugh and it makes me laugh every time I watch it just because he looks like a little kid, just like, like he's witnessing the movie almost or something like, whoa, like this blew his mind. Well, that scene goes on for like a lot longer yeah. than I thought it would. Like, I thought they'd get away and it would just cut yeah. to the next scene. But it, I was like, oh, no, they're doing it's like, like a, a full on. <laughs> yeah. We're running you down. Chase. They had to do like a cat and mouse thing where they're hiding. And then they go into like a where. And it's like it gets. And then there's like a guy with a shotgun that blows yeah, out the back awesome. window. No, all kinds like, of stuff going on. <laughs> it was, I was like, this is great. I was like, this is this is I was not expecting this. I was not expecting it. But um, yeah, that that was that whole thing. I'm with Charlie Sheen. I'm like. Yeah, I just I like it's always kind of not always a lot of times if they do it right, it's fun in a movie to see a character like marvel at what is actually unfolding rather than just being like the cool, you know, guy like walking away from an explosion, you know, but he's just like, whoa, (laughs) he couldn't believe what was going on. I thought that was cool. It wasn't like a comedy. I mean, it was a comedy moment, but it wasn't like haha funny. It was just like. Like what? It doesn't take you out of the movie. But that felt realistic. And I think that plays into kind of what you were talking about with the writing feeling kind of natural or or good, you know, that kind of thing. It's kind of like how we would react, you know, like it's it's like I I can relate to that. (laughs) I like the uh, whole uh, cop paying off a cop setup that Sheen orchestrated there to kind of flush out Sweeney and see what he would do. I thought that was cool. Um, We don't need to dive into that as spoiler kind of a thing. Um, I had a note that at one point Sheen even says we're family and he's like the Dom character of this from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Family. Um, I liked that scene with uh, where D.B. Sweeney's uncle shows up to his apartment and like kind of blows the whole thing because he's supposed to be undercover. I was like, Ooh, that was great. Oh, yeah. that, and that kind of plays into the beginning setup with Thanksgiving like you were talking about. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. So once Charlie Sheen knows about D.B. Sweeney and D.B. Sweeney knows that Charlie Sheen knows about him and everything and they talk on the phone and he does that. We we working tonight. And he's like, yep, <laughs> like, let's meet up <laughs> like they they go to meet and you just like, oh, snap. And like, it's just, you know, it's that leading up to that final thing. I thought that was that was cool. Tension. Oh, it's like it, yeah, there's a lot cool of tension. tension there. Exactly. There's a lot of tension there. 
and you can feel it and i thought that was done well enough to make a note um and then at that point when charlie sheen's sitting there during that tension and he's waiting on db sweeney to show up he's he's smoking in the mall and i i just made there there's a there's a relic of the past he's in in the mall just smoking waiting on him i was like a funny yeah they're smoking throughout the whole movie it's kind of funny you're like it's it's funny when you see stuff like that you're just you look i remember it i'm sure you do too like you remember stuff like that but it's been so long since you've seen it you're like that's like one of the jokes (laughs) i I always make is one of my cars has an ashtray in it still and it's like who do you remember when ashtray i know you do but like who remembers when ashtrays were in cars you know it's like that's been a while well we still call them like cigarette lighters but when's the last time you actually saw well yeah that car actually has one the push button that car actually has one. yeah yeah. and then even think about like the older like uh, this getting off topic but the american uh cars a lot of them had even in the back they had the ashtrays that would pop out like swing out of the the armrests so yeah armrests or the door or um, in the like behind the center. It's console. so weird to think about now that like it was yeah. just that common to have ashtrays everywhere. So anyway, um, the only other my my actual last note is um, without giving the spoilers on some things, um, but uh, squibs. Uh, I don't know if you had seen there was a trivia. You know I like trivia about things that happened during a movie. Um, a squib went off and Charlie Sheen was injured so bad because the squid had like hard a squib had hardened overnight. I guess is the way it goes, uh, and it detonated at the wrong time, and it popped in his face and he received lacerations on his face. He was knocked unconscious when it went off and he had to get nine stitches and he was deaf in one ear for four weeks. So the story goes. Wow, so that, that's pretty intense. honestly. After seeing the movie, uh, I believe it because there's some there's some brutality, there's some brutality to me. That's that's so anyway. I thought that was kind of interesting. That's some good trivia. That's that's the end of my notes. Uh, Like I said, sorry sorry for everybody out there, but I just I had to blow through them real quick because there were just a few things that uh, we didn't really touch on. But you you actually touched on a bunch of them, so I had to skip a bunch of stuff, which is cool. So I I like that you picked up on a lot of the same stuff that I did, and it's it's good to hear that you liked it since it is kind of a favorite of mine and you hadn't seen it and. I hate. Yeah. I, I don't know if you wanted to watch it off of my recommendation, as you said, you couldn't really remember. But it's uh, you know I hate making a recommendation here and like I hated that you know so it's like okay cool that it was at I least mean, worth your time. I can still hate a movie, but not be like I don't I don't hate that I exactly. Watched it. I know what you mean. Like I'm sorry, man. I just wasn't into yeah. it, but I'm not mad that I watched. It. There's very few movies I'm like I I feel like I've wasted my time. Oh, I, I've had some recent um, ones, but anyway, you, conversation uh, yeah. for another time. But I mean, well. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I know I sent you, not to peek behind the curtain, but I sent you like 20 pictures of my Tubi watch yeah. list because I didn't know. I was like, I'll just do this. I don't know a better way to yeah. do it. Cause, and it was on my right, list. Right. No, I know. And that's that's why I, I don't it know was if it was list. on your list like based on a recommendation from me. As you said, you weren't sure either. That's all I was getting at. So I know it's not like I brought it up necessarily. It's something you wanted I to watch. I think you anyway. did. So. I think you did because I think you told me about to be like in 2020. Could be. Sounds probably um, about right when I or 2019. Yeah, I can't remember I it somewhere. Around but um, so I, I, I might have added it based on your recommendation. It had Charlie Sheen on it. That poster looked. It is cool. a cool poster. You're right. I just really like it. Um, no, I I really like the movie. I'll definitely watch it cool. again. I've got, you know, everything, you know, with, with us, we've got a stack of movies in our oh, watch yeah. list at all times. So it'll, it'll be a while before I come back to this, but I, yeah, my opinion, I, it's a fun one. Like once a year revisit for, even for as much as I like it, you know, I, I honestly, I think it, I don't know if I want to say it gets better on each rewatch, maybe the second or third time I found things that I like better. And then after that, it's just been at least the same. But um, so I don't and I don't want to oversell it to anybody, just like you were saying, Mac. It's not like the best thing. It's not going to blow your mind. It's just a it's a solid no. fun movie. And when you remember that this was from 87, it kind of like it gives it that like, oh, that's actually that's pretty good. Then, like, I don't know, to me, at least, you know, if, if it doesn't click with other people and that's fine. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like sometimes like you there's a lot of movies from my childhood that I watched or, or at least from the era like maybe I didn't watch them as a kid, but they're from the era that I remember or grew up in. And you go back and you're just like, that's just, it's not good. It's really dated. And it's just, there's better things that, that do this thing that whatever it's trying, this movie's trying to do, it does it better. And a lot of the stuff just doesn't hold up or, you know, it's just okay. You know, it's just, it's just okay. There's no reason to go back. Cause there's a lot of movies that were really popular that no one ever talks about. 
and there's there's just a good reason for it. But I think this one's worth worth cool. visiting. Yeah. And I again, it's not. I hope we're not overselling it, but I really enjoyed good. it. I really enjoyed talking about yeah. it. Um, I didn't want to get into like the. I just just some thoughts. Yeah. We don't have to go blow by blow on on any of the stuff. I don't really want to do that anymore. But um, but if you didn't have anything else, I was just gonna wrap everything yeah, no, up. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it was good to talk to you about it. Uh, and good to hear your thoughts on it. What you liked, what you didn't yeah. like, you know. So yeah, so, I'd like to hear if. I, I think it's it's painfully obvious, but you would recommend. Oh, definitely. It. Yeah, I I and you know though I would have to say uh, it, it's a recommendation for a certain audience because um you know I wouldn't like probably recommend this to like just a random like. I don't know. Like I probably wouldn't recommend it to my mom. She just wouldn't find it fun or something. But like, if you know somebody <laughs> that likes a solid, like action drama or something like that, like it's, you know, yeah. that's, that's where you'd go with it. But, but yes, I, I would echo the exact same thing about that, but all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I am on Twitter. So please interact with me um, as much as you want. You can also email it. Uh, one quick thing. The website is currently down. Um, I'm switching over. Um, hosting providers so i really haven't updated it so you can still get the episodes through soundcloud or whatever podcatcher you have but peter thank you yeah, as always thanks for having for me joining yeah, me appreciate it and hopefully we can do this again i loved uh you know watching this so that i could discuss it and gather up all my feelings and thoughts on things it's good to be recording this and hopefully i'll get this out right away and it won't be like a month or two <laughs> years <fine>. whatever um, <laughs> another thing i wanted to say sorry i'm doing a lot of cleaning and maintenance on this peter but um i do have a lot of backlog there's actually episodes i recorded um well at this point 2019 yeah. that were never released i think there's one that's even from 2018 Ooh, man God, so I know. I like. Do I even bother? Do I even bother doing it? But um, I do want to release those, and those are just going to be sporadic, um, as as I can get to them and edit cool. them. You know, I'm just a one man band over here. <laughs> but um, so as I can get to them, they'll they'll be released, and I'll just put a note in front of them, like, hey, this is a. I think the discussion is still good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that uh, they're just old. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a huge that backlog happens. of stuff there, but. Thanks again for listening, Peter. Thanks again for watching. Do you have anything else you want to say to the lovely people that listen? No, thanks, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed our chat. And if you check out the movie, you know, uh, leave Max some feedback. Let, let us know what yeah, you think. Yeah, you can. I'm on Letterboxd as well. Um, it's under Super Movie Ball, like everything else. So I don't review. I don't do, like, reviews a lot. I kind of want to save it for, for this stuff. But Peter does write reviews. Um, I recommend that you follow him. He does really good reviews, and he does... He does in-depth stuff, and sometimes it's just um, uh, a stream of consciousness, which is also kind of good. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like live tweeting, except for it's not tweeting. So it's it's kind of it's fun to it's fun to read um, well, a lot thanks. of those. So there you go. Yeah. All right, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and we're gonna get close to an hour on this. This is a little bit longer than I wanted to, but there's a lot going on. This is our first one back. So yeah. good chat. Yep. See Sweet. you later.
That's you all patched up, Magoonie. Good as new. Thank you, sir. Might I take the liberty to point out that you have plenty of entertainment fuel for the podcast, but you have no foodstuffs readily available. What? I'll be fine. Don't worry too much. It's your turn to patch me up now. Although, strangely, my head doesn't hurt anymore. Sir, your head does not require patching up. Really? Good. That's one less thing off our ever-growing to-do list. I am afraid not, sir. Your head has been transmogrified into a VHS cassette tape. Wait, so my head's what? There is some good news, sir. It appears to be a 12-hour tape. For real? Oh, wow. For once, things are looking up. 